didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sorry, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Radio show on Podbean yo, yo. and Strangelabel.com. Big Gas Radio Show. I am your host, Scab B. Scab Dizzle. This show is brought to you by my bathrobe. <laughs> Ten years old, this fucking bathrobe is, and I'm still doing everything in it. Everything. <laughs> Worn while making breakfast. Mowing the lawn and painting the house. That <laughs> is my bathroom. <laughs> Try one today. <laughs> Coming up in the hour, <laughs> we're going to catch up. It's been quite a while. Oh man, too we're long. Also, going to play music from Dabri, XXX Tentacion. And Joey Badass. But first, I must introduce my co-host. He's the password to my login. He's yeah, yeah, the yeah. keys to my cuffs. Ooh, ooh, my man is making it happen every week. Give it up for the one and only Gene Techman. Ladies and gentlemen, Gene yeah, Techman. Yeah, yeah. What is blah, blah, up, homes? Respective changer, hip-hop expert in the house. What's up, Scab D? Oh Gene is here. How you doing, bro? God, it's been like a month. It's been like a month yeah, since we recorded. It's been a long time. And Holy we, shit. Normally, we, we were on this like once a week track, and we took a little time off. I went on vacation, and pow, man, we just oh. kind of lost track of time. Man, I'm going to be rusty as fuck, I'm sure. Ah. Rusty AF is what the kids are going to probably be saying these days. Ah, the show is uh, the show must go on. Here we are, though. Yeah. No, 
Do you a uh, do you have a bathrobe, Gene? You got a bathrobe you know over what? there? Y you know, man, I had to mention something too about your bathrobe. Like, <laughs> you, you have a ten-year-old bathrobe. I, I think I match you there. I, I have a bathrobe that's about ten years old, and it's a uh, it's maroon. It's maroon. It's plush. It's like I call it my Hugh Hefner bathrobe, and I've, I've had it for so long. And like right where the armpit is. Like, you can actually see my armpit through the robe. Like, it's ripped. And, like, I, I just shouldn't be wearing it anymore. But I've had it. I have, a, like, a, an emotional attachment with this robe. And I and I feel like Hugh Hefner. I'm just not ready to let that era go yet. I'm still holding on to it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I have one of those bathrobes, too. I do everything in it. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to do everything there is to possibly do in your fucking bathrobe, man. Have and I've, and I've, I've done work outside, like you said. I've gardened. I've, uh... I've, I've folded laundry. I've uh, I've actually worked out in my bathrobe, not even knowing it. You know what I mean? Just like here I am. <laughs> I love my robe. bathroom. I love my yeah, bathrobe. Man. Love it. I yeah. fucking love it, man. It's mine's blue. It's got okay. uh, long stripes. They they go down long ways and shit, so it makes me look skinny. Oh, and, uh, we got the we got the pinstripe yeah. bathrobe going. And, on. Uh, okay, what is it saying? It's like one hundred percent polyester. It's got these big floppy sleeves on it. Yeah, man, I fucking live in this thing, man. I live in it. <laughs> Had it forever. Had it forever, man. I'm not bullshitting, man. I do everything in this fucking robe. Everything. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I'm, I've been shopping for a new one. I haven't quite found a new one yet. It's kind of like buying a new puppy dog. I haven't found, found the one that I'm uh, in love with yet, but... uh <laughs> But yeah, it's time. It's time. You can see my armpit and shit. Like, you know, I, if I wave at the neighbors, I can only wave with my right hand. I can't wave with my left hand. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> man, I, I have painted my house in this fucking robe, man. I wasn't bullshit about that, man. Painted my house, yeah. man. I actually got a little paint. I got a little white paint on the front of this fucking robe. And it kind of <laughs> looks like jizz. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> People, they come over to my fucking house and they, they see me in my robe because I always have the robe on and, and they see the paint on it and they, they go, gross, you got fucking, you got jizz on your fucking robe. And I got to tell them, I always got to tell them, like, it's not fucking jizz, it's just paint. It would, it would flake off if it was jizz at this point. It would just fucking chip off in the little flakes of jizz. Believe <laughs> me. Yeah. Like fish food, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, dude, Gene, what is up, my man? How you been? Hey, man. I've been good, man. I've been living, loving life. You know, the huge. Uh, went on a little cruise. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, uh, did you go on another fucking cruise? Went on another fucking cruise. Holy you know, so shit. That, that, that was uh, kind of like the cause and effect. The cause is a little disruption with our recording, but, you know, we're back at it. But, yeah, I, I, I had a nice nine, nine, almost ten day vacation, nine and a half day vacation. And, ten uh, days. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, it you, was ten days. Actually. Where'd you go this time? You know, um... We we went on a cruise to the uh, the Bahamas. Uh, we ported out of Miami. I've never had anything ever good to say about the state of Florida. I fucking have always hated Florida. Florida has never been shit to me. But I was introduced to Miami and I changed my mind. Miami's cool, so I can't say I hate Florida. Anymore. Yeah, Miami's there's right. parts of Miami that are okay. Parts of South Beach that I like. If we're talking about Florida, though, Key West is where it's at. If you haven't been to uh, Key West, you'll go there and you'll say fuck south beach fuck 
the rest yeah. of Florida altogether. You get down there. Heard that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Heard that. I would love to yeah. go back to the Keys. I'd love to go back down there. Love it there. You know, I've, I've been to the Keys when I was a young teenager when I went to the Keys. So, you know, it's not a memory that I have secure, you know. Oh, but, no. Um, you got to go back uh, in your adult years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Fuck Florida. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and and outside of Miami, yeah, I, I have to say, fuck Florida. There's nothing else that I've yeah. I've liked in Florida except for Miami. South Beach is uh, pretty but anyways, nice. Uh, so yeah, we went on a we went on another carnival cruise, and uh, we went to Half Moon K. We went to St. Thomas. We went to Puerto Rico. Uh, then we finished the trip in uh, Grand Turk. Actually, uh, another day at sea, and then after we ported back from the cruise, we spent another day in Miami, and we ended up hanging out in this cool part of town called Wynwood. Graffiti art everywhere, art galleries, um, you know, um, clothing boutiques, super, super cool part of town. Like we had a great time. Good food. We bought some art, got some bought some art with some autographs. Um, What's my man? This man's name, Ernie Evil. Uh, Super, super cool area, man. So, yeah, all in all. Yeah, man. All over the place. So cool shit. You know what I mean? Nice, man. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know those cruises went all over. I thought they only went to one place. Yeah, no, they have cruises. Uh, Carnival has cruises that are in California, New Orleans, Miami. Um, they got them going up to say, Alaska out here out of Seattle. Yeah, they have Alaskan sure. cruises. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can go on a cruise in Europe. I mean, there's cruises all over the fucking country. You know what I mean? All the country, all over the world. So, yeah, we, we went on a simple uh, Bahama cruise and. You know, we uh, we stopped in um, on islands that used U.S. currency. You know, we were able to use our cell phones, you know, which was a little different than the cruises I've done in the past where we went to Jamaica and Mexico. You know, you're, you're kind of uh, you're on a different type of excursion type of cruise when you do those, you know. So now that I've had both experiences, I think they're both cool in their own separate ways. You know what I mean? But, yeah, this was more of a little bit of more of a low key, low key, chill cruise family you know my mother was there friends girl i mean oh, it was, your mom it was, was it there was, huh yeah man yeah it was dallas yeah my mother from dallas my right. aunt from dallas uh my sister my brother-in-law my nephew i mean crewed up my girl oh, her kids shit. you know i yeah, didn't know yeah. y'all were all there man damn yeah yeah we had a squad man it was uh it was it was fun Nice, fucking a. Yeah, yeah. Cruises are the shit, man. Um, you know, I've, I I like to travel a lot. You know, whenever I can travel, I can't. I will. I will if I can. I will. Um, you know, going to Europe. I did a backpack thing a couple years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean, it was, it was kind of you just like all about it, man. Yep, it was a complete freestyle of a trip. We had no clue what we were doing except for when we were flying into Europe and when we were leaving Europe. That's the only thing we had in stone. You know, so that was more of like an adventure type of getaway. I went to do that to get a little bit more education for myself, peace of mind of being able to travel the world and like go someplace and take in another culture. You know, it's a completely different type of trip. This trip was a I don't want to have to worry about shit for nine days and I just want to relax and have a good time with my family. You know what I mean? So cruises are dope because like you get to do that on a cruise. It's the it's the closest thing I can compare my ideal of what it's like to go to heaven being on a cruise <laughs> oh it's like that huh yeah oh I, 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 I put that out there like that that's how it feels straight up see i'm terrified of those fucking things man i don't know about that shit yeah i'm telling you man you would love it bro they're fun i'm afraid i'm gonna fall overboard and shit man nobody <laughs> nobody fell overboard man no casualties no no casualties no, on this trip 
No, uh, no norovirus, no, uh, fucking sewage backup, nothing, uh, horrible like that. The captain, no. didn't, he didn't wrap that motherfucker around a, a big ocean oh, reef. Oh, actually, 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 <laughs> you know what actually happened? We, uh, we were leaving, where the fuck were we leaving from? I think we were leaving Puerto Rico, right? And we're boating out, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, we're, we're cruising out. And uh, it was probably about, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes from leaving port. All of a sudden, the boat had this, like, shift. You know, you felt it. Nothing big, nothing crazy, but it was enough to feel it. You know what I mean? So, like, everything kind of shifted a little bit. You know, everybody was back. You know, all right, cool. We felt that shift. You know, you're on a boat for crying out loud, so you could just be a wave or whatever. But the boat came to a stop. The boat came to a motherfucking stop. So we didn't know what the fuck was going on, nor did we really question it all that much either. You know what I mean? We just assumed... You know, obviously, you know, we're not the ones that are in charge of the fucking navigating this ship. So why do we care at this point? You know, we're back to our pita coladas, our margaritas, our drinks, our pool, our food and everything. Oh, else. no way. As soon as that thing moves, I'm going to fucking freak out and assume <laughs> that it's the fucking Poseidon adventure. And I'm going to scream like a bitch, man. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> but, Brad, check this out. Um, the somehow, some way, whoever was in charge of the fucking anchor didn't pull the fucking anchor up. Oh my God. So the anchor was sitting where we were ported on the fucking island. So we boated out while the anchor was still down and the anchor released all the way to its full extension, which is over a mile. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so no big deal. But what they ended up having to do, they had to freaking, uh, they had to, uh, send a crew in to cut off the anchor. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not going on a fucking cruise. No way, man. That's like a bunch of high school kids running that shit. It's like a bunch of carnies, bro. The, the it really our, is a uh, carnival cruise line. It's a bunch of motherfucking carnies running that shit. Oh my our, god! Our, uh, our, uh, our the, the captain of our ship was an Italian dude, so he would come on and make announcements. And this heavy Italian accent, and I'm telling you, bro, you, you would have thought that he was like laying on a silk couch, uh, eating grapes and drinking champagne, how like laid back and like chill he was all the time. <laughs> oh, mira grazie, mira grazie. Hey, we are being on my Drop the anchor, and uh, you know, the anchor's down, but we're going to take care of it, folks. Dude, that is fucked. <laughs> but, but you know, whoever was in charge of that part of the anchor, you know, hopefully they got fired because that was a huge, huge fuck up. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how you step to being able to, like, look at everyone in the face the next day or at the next port. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. You messed up, bro. You know? <laughs> no way. I'm never going yeah. on a fucking cruise. No way. Yeah, yeah. I actually met a I actually met a cool comedian uh, by the name of uh, Sid Davis, man. I actually chilled and talked to him, talked to him about the podcast a little bit, man. And uh, yeah, he he had some funny comedy wrapped around the uh, the anchor uh, not going up. He was talking about um, the whoever was in charge of the anchor when their six month review comes up. <laughs> That's gonna be a tough one not to overlook <laughs> on the review. <laughs> Remember that time you didn't pull the motherfucking anchor up, bro? Remember that time? <laughs> oh my god! And it snagged the whole boat and shifted yeah. everybody. <laughs> right. not, and like I said, not much. It was just a, just enough that you felt like a just a soft, gentle movement push. Oh, you know that, what I mean? That, that, there was enough. <laughs> that's enough for me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Enough for me to never go on that motherfucker, man. No mm. way. Oh, You're fun. still going to go on one, though. You'll take another cruise, though. Oh, most definitely, dude. We're, we're already starting to plan our next one. Like, cruises are sweet, man. They're fucking See? fun. I promise you. It's because you're a fiend for taking cruises. What's going on here, man? I'm kind of worried comedy. about you. I'm not lying. I'm kind of worried about you. Oh, man. Please <laughs> please be worried because uh, they're just way too fun. I'm I'm addicted. So oh, I, I'm going to have to go God. to cruise Cruisers Anonymous one day. I promise you. <laughs> Uh, aside from, uh, I guess this motherfucker not lifting the anchor and shit, uh, what was, what was different about this cruise compared to some of the others you've been on? Uh, you know what? This cruise was pretty cool because, um, the areas that we picked this time around were affected by the hurricane, Hurricane Irma, I believe. Was that the last hurricane that messed up was Puerto Rico? Harvey? Irma? Wasn't it Harvey? Was it Harvey? Forgive remember. me for not forgive me for not knowing the name of the hurricane, but we're talking about the last hurricane that fucked up Puerto Rico and St. Thomas and all that. Yeah, you know that hurricane. So, Shit. Yeah, that one hurricane, <laughs> that that one bitch. But uh, so it, it was kind of interesting to be able to see the effects of the islands because of the hurricanes and like the camaraderie of the people of the island coming together to put the island back together. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a lot of a lot of construction going on. Um, as far as like people putting new roofs on their homes, but everything was pretty much cleaned up at this point. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's been multiple months since, of course, the islands aren't completely 100% yet. There are still some areas of Puerto Rico that are still working on electricity, but where we were at, of course, a little bit more touristy, um, a little bit more of the bigger part of town, of course. So of course, these are the, these are the money makers of the island to even get them back up and running. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, it was cool to be able to witness and be there on the island to see it firsthand and talk to the people that actually live there about what it was like to go through the hurricane and, you know, have that interaction with the people of the island. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, we went to we went to some cool restaurants. Got to talk about you know that with some bartenders. You know, some other employees. Friendly people, great people. They want to talk about their island. They want to talk about where they're from. They want more people to know about their island, so they come visit more often. You know, so it was really really cool for me to experience that. Nice. Yeah. There you know, we go. As far as the cruise goes itself, it's pretty standard, you know, like the experience is pretty standard. Like there's 24 hour buffet. I mean, you can get food around the clock, room service around the clock. We get the unlimited drink package. You can drink your heart silly. Um, there's comedy shows. There's trivia shows. There's bingo. I mean, there's casinos on the ship. There's spas. There's pools. There's water slides. There's nothing you can physically ask for except for a freaking helicopter <laughs> or, a, or or a walrus bouncing a ball on his nose like it has to be extreme you know what i mean to ask for something else beyond the experience of being on a cruise so you know for the most part cruises are pretty standard they're fun they're at your beck and call for everything but yeah like i said this this cruise was a little bit more personal to me to be able to talk to these people on the island after the effects of a hurricane and we don't have that issue in michigan you know what i mean like we don't have natural Hell disasters no. that Hell that no. ripped the whole entire island apart, you know, so. How many of these damn cruises have you taken? I've been on a total of four cruises in my life. See, that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. One as a teen and then three as an adult. God damn. Yeah. And I've, uh, I've been to multiple islands now, you know. I've been to multiple places in the uh, Caribbean and Mexico, and each one is different. Each one is different. Each one is unique. 
some islands, you know, we get off and you do the basic experience of being on the beach and, you know, maybe going on a small little tour or zip lining or swimming with dolphins, or you can do your own thing. You know, you can kind of get off on the island and you can hop in a taxi. And as long as you get back to the ship in time for departure time, and I mean, you know that time ahead of time. I mean, leave, do whatever, have fun, ex- explore a little bit. I mean, you can go to a restaurant, you can go to a museum. If you have a friend that lives on the island, you can visit them. I mean, you're free to do whatever you want. You know, so depending on the island, I've I've done the generic thing of going zip lining and doing like whatever. But I mean, there's so many different options. I mean, they they want to entertain you in every way, shape, and form. So sometimes there's kayaking, uh, scuba diving, snorkeling. You can ride a four wheeler. Uh, go parasailing. I mean, you can do so many different things, but it just depends on the island. You know, it just depends on what you want to do and what experience you want to have on the island as well. You know, so if you want to get off the boat at nine o'clock in the morning and explore until freaking 6 p.m., hey, do it. You know what I mean? Well, shit. Four cruises is a lot, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm going to consider fun, you a man. pro, man. I'm going to call you yeah. a pro. Cruise I'm pro. You. Yeah. I literally have the whole entire program down. Like I'm ready to be a cruise director and tell people what to do when they get on the ship. Well, I'll ask you right now, Gene, you have any travel tips for our listeners? Uh, anyone who might be taking their own cruise here soon, who possibly uh, hasn't been on one before like myself. You know, Scav, that's funny that you ask because I do, <laughs> I do have, I do have a list of things that uh, I can definitely recommend that people should do when they go on a cruise. All right, well, let's do this right now. We'll call this Gene Techman's Tips for the Cruise. Here we go. I'm sailing away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gene's Tips for the Cruise. Gene Techman's tips for the cruise. I love cruise life, man. Uh, I was sitting up here in Michigan, and uh, it, it happens every single year. I have to go on a vacation. It's an absolute must. Michigan, it's cold. It's dreary. The sun never comes up. There's ice everywhere. I got to go on a cruise. You know what's funny, man? Uh, before I went on my cruise, I was uh, pulling up to work, right? And uh, it snowed the night before. Uh, there was a lot of snow. Like, I think we got something ridiculous, like eight to 10 inches. You know what I mean? On top of the snow that was already there. So I pull up to work. I pull up into my, my parking lot and then I'm shuffling my way into work. And there's a, there's a parking lot, then there's a sidewalk, and then there's a road I got to cross to get to the building. And so I was, uh, I was standing in the parking lot. Now I had a couple different options. I could walk all the way through the parking lot and walk through the walkway, you know, and uh, make my way across the street, get into the building. Or I was going to take a shortcut. I started to get ready to jump over the snow pile, land on the sidewalk, and then jump into the road again. So uh, as I was getting ready to do this, I took a step back, and I started to brace myself for this little bit of a throttle jump run I was getting ready to do and land on the sidewalk. And I, I took a step back, and then I stopped. And I thought about every single silly YouTube video of somebody busting their ass. <laughs> All right? The, my man that slid down his entire driveway on the ice, just like people busting their ass, <laughs> busting their face. And I thought to myself, like, you know what? I don't want to get it hurt before I go on vacation. I go on vacation in two days. Not a good idea. So I stopped and I walked my ass all the way around that parking lot to go to work that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smart, I man. Was thankful 
Yeah, smart. It, it was definitely definitely the best move I could possibly do because I would have definitely bust my ass. But um, but yeah, going going into going into this week of the cruise, the cruise was awesome. My tips, the very first tip I have to say is if you're if you're gonna go on a cruise, if you're gonna go anywhere really, my very first tip is to minimize what you're bringing with you. Pack light, don't pack everything, and fucking just rotate your wardrobe. You know, so when I when I go on a cruise, I just make sure I have my styles together. I, I bring a blazer and something nice. And after that, I bring summer gear, you know, so I'm bringing shorts. I got a couple different combinations of shorts. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I only brought like six shirts and like four different bottoms. But if yeah. I switch those bottoms and switch those shirts around in any different fashion, I have a completely new outfit. Like there I literally go. got like. 14 outfits to choose from there you know you what go. I mean like I can put the khakis with this shirt this shirt or this shirt and I might I might wear the khakis again you know what I mean I don't give a shit nobody on the cruise gives a shit no one knows you and you're partying and hanging out in this little petri dish of a ship that these people from all over you know what I mean you're gonna have a good time with them you might make some friends but you're probably not gonna see these people again so it really doesn't matter there's some people that completely like they completely cruise out where they start getting themey with their crew that they are traveling with. So people will wear like there was a group that was like they were already like pre St. Patrick's Day. So they were geared up in St. Patrick's gear. There okay. was another group that was like nothing wearing nothing but 80s gear one night. You know what I mean? Like they just get super themey, almost like almost like a Comic Con. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're just there to have fun, have a good time. Let's be goofballs with our friends. You know what I mean? So. I just say have fun. It's it, to me, cruising is like an upgraded camping, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Don't think too much about it. Pack light. Have a good time. You will enjoy yourself. Bring something nice, something formal, of course. But after that, just be yourself. Have fun. Have a good time. And that's all you freaking need. You know? All right. Pack light. Pack light. My second tip of advice if you go on a cruise, make sure there's not a question about it. I mean, there might be a small question, but in my world, there's no question about it. If you're going on a cruise, make sure, without a doubt, you get the unlimited drink package. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Don't even think they're going to manage it and not drink too much. Just get the unlimited drink package. I promise you, you'll thank yourself later. And if you purchase it before the cruise, it's cheaper than when you get on the cruise. So make sure you purchase it ahead of time. Okay. But I tell you what, bro. Like the last cruise that we went on, not this one, the last one, we uh, we tried to do the thing where we because uh, you're allowed to bring on a bottle of wine per adult on the cruise. You know, so what we did is we took bottles of wine, we drank the wine and then what we did is we put Jameson inside the wine bottles and recorked it. So we had two wine bottles of Jameson on our last trip. We're like, yeah, we're going to be a little conservative. We're not going to get the unlimited drink package. We'll get a drink here and there. No big deal. You know, but we're going to drink our Jameson. <laughs> So the very first bar we went to, the bartender convinced me to get a margarita. It was one of these frozen margaritas with like nasty ass green syrup. And somehow, some way, he convinced me to get this. I ordered a tequila on the rocks. I should have just went with my original plan. But he was like, you sure don't want a margarita? They're good. Are you sure? And I was like, all right, fine. I'll take a margarita. Dude, couldn't even drink it. I felt like I was freaking sucking on freaking really Wonka's penis. Like it was nothing but sugar in my mouth. Yeah, so so that wasn't happening. It was after that drink and I got the bill that that margarita was $14. I said, okay, we're switching the game up. We're getting the unlimited drink. Yeah, package. we have to get this unlimited fucking drink package. This shit is going to cost us a goddamn grip. 
Yeah, so I mean, and literally, once you get the unlimited drink package, there's no holds barred. You can order anything top shelf on the cruise for the rest of the freaking cruise. So literally, we were drinking like the most expensive shit the entire fucking cruise. We were getting handcrafted cocktails where they're like squeezing the juice like right in front of us for our cocktail. You know what I mean? And like mixing, shaking, bitters. I mean, the whole nine yards of, of flavor profile. I mean, so... If you're ever going on a cruise and you're any form of type of person that wants a couple cocktails while you're traveling, just get the unlimited drink package. Uh, trust me, you'll thank yourself later. All right. <laughs> get the unlimited drink package. Yeah, it's not. there's no doubt about it. So my next bit of advice is day one, map out the entire ship. Get your shit in your room. Get situated. You're probably a little hungry. Go ahead and grab some of the Day one, before all the festivities get started, map out your ship. Hit up every single level. Look at every single map. Check out every single restaurant, every little bar. Just go ahead and make rounds. Just make a full round. Figure out where the bars are at. Figure out where the bathrooms are at. You know, it's just a great way to set yourself up. You know where everything's at. You know where to find that freaking bar when you realize you're playing video games. You're down to the bottom of your last beer. Oh, there's a bar right around the corner. I'm fine. You know, you got to take a piss. You got to take a piss. Your room's on the ninth floor. You're on the fifth floor. You're hanging out at the club. Where's the fucking bathroom? You know what? You know where the bathroom's at because you already made your rounds. You're not trying to sneak <laughs> over in the corner and pee in your cup. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, you know, make make your rounds around the uh, the entire ship. Know where everything's at. You'll thank yourself later. You'll, you'll, you'll absolutely thank yourself later. You, you won't get lost. I mean, I, I swear everybody, the ships are so fucking big. You're going to get lost when you first walk your way around it. So that's why I'm saying figure it out. Figure out where you can go. Figure out where you're at. Figure out where the casino is at. So when you're you're still up at three o'clock in the morning, you need some place to hang out, smoke, have a drink, talk to some weirdos. You know, that's 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 the place that you need to be on the fifth floor at three o'clock in the morning at in the casino. If you like the club late at night, you'll know exactly where the club's at. And if you're hungry, you wake up, you need some grub, you're hungover from the day before, you want some fucking pizza, made the order, you know where the pizza place is at on the fucking ship. You just know where everything's at. <laughs> so map, map, it, map it out. Map out where everything's at on the ship. That's, that's my number three. My next bit of advice is if you're going to do excursions. Now, this is a little money saver tip. A lot of people don't know this shit. But like you said, I've done a few cruises, so I've figured this out. If you're going to do excursions, you got a couple different options. You could book them ahead of time. So if you know that you want to go to a certain excursion or, you, or your, your kid or your wife wants to swim with dolphins when she's in Puerto Rico, you can get that set up and say, all right, we're swimming with dolphins in Puerto Rico. That's what we're doing. Boom. Go ahead and rock with it. You don't have to think twice. They're actually pretty, pretty decent with their pricing. We're talking about getting now, off the boat and like getting off the boat. Else. Do an excursion off the ship, okay. like reporting in a certain place. You know, you want to do something off the island. If you want to go ahead and book it, go ahead and book it. You'll, you'll lock yourself in. You know you're doing it. There's no question about it. Now, if you're looking to save a little money, the best thing you can do is figure out where you are porting. So let's just say you're going to be in Half Moon K on Tuesday. Before you even go on your trip, you know you're going to be in Half Moon K on March 21st. Okay. Right. So you know you're going to be there. What you do is you get a you look up the TripAdvisor information of what the excursions are from outside companies outside of the cruise line that are on that island. Tell them that you're traveling. You're not traveling with the cruise ship. You're just simply traveling and you would like to go on an excursion. 
They will negotiate prices with you until something is right for you. So if something's too expensive, something's not right, they tell you it's 60 bucks and you really only have a budget of 50, let them know that. They are going to be willing to negotiate with you and definitely you'll have a cheaper price than booking it on the cruise line. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of sneaking financial advice. And I talked to several other um, major cruisers. I'm talking like they got their platinum cards in cruising. They cruise so much like they're royalty when they go on the cruise ship. I actually met a woman that's been cruising for a fucking year. A year straight? A year. Jesus a year Christ. straight. A year straight she has been on it's cruise crazy. ships. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, so get a little word of advice. You want to go on an excursion? Just know what island you're getting off of. Book it ahead of time and they'll just know. So the little gamble that I'm speaking of is that if you book with the cruise ship, and let's just say, for example, let's say, for example, you book with the cruise ship. So you're going to be traveling with a bunch of other people from that cruise and you're on an excursion and the bus that you're on gets a flat tire. They're going to stay in communication with the cruise ship that we have a flat tire. They'll either send somebody to get you or the cruise ship will know not to leave until you get back to the ship. If you book with an outside company, which is completely fine, you know, you could be in you could be in Puerto Rico, San Juan and going on a cruise to check out one of the forts. But you didn't book with the cruise line. And if something happens, unfortunately, the cruise still has a time limit that they have to abide by so eventually they will have to leave you if you do not get back on the ship by the time that you're supposed to they actually don't even leave for an hour until like if you if you have to be back on the boat by five o'clock they don't even leave till six and they do that that's a little window for obviously people that normally run late of course but they tell everybody to be back at five now if you're still not back at six and you took some type of excursion and you got kidnapped or you got a flat tire and shit just fucked up well, unfortunately, the cruise ship is going to leave without you eventually. Oh, no. No. <laughs> and then what you then what you have to do, then what you have to do, unfortunately, is when the next, say, carnival ship arrives, then you have to let them know what's going on. Obviously, they know that you're missing. And uh, then you would get to travel back wherever that cruise ship hopefully is going to take you back to the port that you're from, of course. And uh, and you get to stay in like the uh, like the employee staying area. You don't get the the nice rooms and suites anymore. You get back home, and that's their only priority after that point. Let's get this person back home, back to back to good old Florida, so they can go back to their trailer and uh, <laughs> <laughs> live their life. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my next bit of advice. All right. You got any more? Yeah, that's uh, that's about it, man. I think that's all I have for now. You know, all I right. think that's uh, I, th- I think those are solid power pieces of going on a cruise, and I think uh, if you follow those rules, I think you'll probably be happy with your your cruise. All right, <laughs> well there you go. Yay, Gene Techman's tips for the cruise. <laughs> Gene Techman's tips for the cruise. I'm glad you had a good time, man. Yeah, I had a good time, man. Cruising's fun. You're gonna meet a lot of weird people. There's gonna be a lot of different things that happen. Like some some people say, what happens on a cruise stays on a cruise. It's like a little mini Vegas. Like I, I met I met a little kid that the only time I was really scared. I I was uh, I was walking around and I I saw this kid 
just like run like he was running like he set a bomb someplace and he and I, I started calling him Gargamel. I was like, man, who's this kid right here running? I almost want to follow him because I'm scared now. I feel like I should follow him like he set a bomb someplace and we need to be safe wherever he goes. He looks like Gargamel. He looks like he eats Smurfs. <laughs> I met this I met this other guy like again you'll meet some weird people I remember uh, walking around it was like 2 o'clock in the morning we had a couple drinks and, it was, and uh, this, uh, this kid he had to be from like Kentucky or Tennessee or something heavy country accent but uh, we, we spoke to him briefly I think we were getting on the ship so he kind of maybe saw us as a familiar face but I remember him walking up to us and he says uh, have you seen my twin brother <laughs> <laughs> And I said, I said to him, I said, no, man, I haven't seen your twin brother. But if I do, I'm going to be so confused because I might think it's you. So I don't know what to say when I do see him. <laughs> That's going to really fuck me up when I do see him. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not going to know what to say. Like, hey, have you seen your brother? I don't know what to say to him. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I haven't seen your brother. <laughs> He's not going to know anything about this interaction, and uh, I'm just going to think that you're fucking stupid because of him. Right. And a couple other bullet points I just want to mention. I uh, I did travel this time around, and like I said, I brought my herbals. I brought my weeds. And uh, and like I said on the episode about nothing that we did with Lori and Glow, yeah. I had a dildo in my travel bag, too, just in case. You know what I mean? So Vinny <laughs> popped off and got weird. You know what I'm saying? And they wanted to question some shit. I, you know, I was going to pull out the dildo and let them know, there you, go. you know, you know what it was there for. Nice. So, hey. <laughs> and, and, and my very last thing, like I told you, I travel with my mother, right? So uh, we all have cell phones. We take pictures of all different kinds of shit as it happens. Screenshots, you know, fucking. It could be freaking anything. A, uh, a, a nudie pic, a, uh, um, a picture of your cat, your dog, you know, your kids. All different types of shit, right? And uh, where were we? We stopped in Half Moon. No, 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 no. It was, it was uh, uh, Grand Turk. And, I, and uh, before we got back onto the ship, I wanted to take a dip into the ocean. So I jumped in the ocean. I was playing in the waves. You know, I was kind of like laying in the uh, on on the beach and letting the water kind of like run up as the waves kept coming in or whatever. But anyways, I got all sandy. I get back to the ship. I, I start getting ready to get into the shower and I pull my swim trunks off. And I have uh, I have probably about a quarter to a half cup of sand in my draws <laughs> of my swim trunks, you know, way like I, I couldn't even feel it. It was just it was like I had a droopy diaper. I had so much sand <laughs> in my shit and I looked at my dick and it looked like it was a fucking like a corn dog. It was it was dusted completely in sand and I, and I thought it was fucking funny. You know, I kind of laughed at my penis, you know, this is my own entertainment with myself. And I laughed. I took a picture of my penis, you know, <laughs> moving on from this because I'm not going to show this to that many people. You know what I mean? Maybe just a quick couple handful you know uh, a girl or two hey but uh so dick looking all tempura battered and shit yeah it's tempura battered <laughs> ready to be rolled in some sushi hearty heart heart so uh you know i take a more i take a few more pictures later on that night and then the next morning and then i think it was uh i think it was at dinner um i was like yeah mom take a look at this picture let me show you this let me show you oh, look at this and, no. and, and, and i meant and i meant the one i meant like here mom look at this picture you know so i handed it to her at the dinner table across the table you know and the next thing i know she she decides to do the uh the forbidden rule that you never do with someone else's phone she's wanted to swipe to the no left. no <laughs> no so so after the first second 
third, now the fourth swipe. At this point, now I'm reaching across the table for my phone back. Like, no, 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 <laughs> give me that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't grab my phone in time. She saw my oh, Tempura battered. Oh no, my god, my my sand Tempura battered penis. <laughs> But but she took it like a G. She simply just was like, oh, okay, hey, here's your phone. Yep, back to dinner. Where were where were we? Jesus Christ Almighty. Oh God. Yeah. So the 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 episodes of uh the traveling cruising Gene Techman. Yeah. That's why I don't take pictures of my dick. No way. No yeah. way. Shit's gonna end up in the internet. Oh man, I got a lot, man. I got a lot out there. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure they've leaked. I'm sure I got a fan base somewhere. <laughs> I, I just know it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. But anyways, though. Hey, you're clearly having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> having a good time. totally, man. I haven't done shit for weeks, man. It's been weeks. Yeah. I haven't done anything, man. It's been great. Yeah. Just chilling, man? Oh, what you been into? You just like nothing. Taking care of shit around the house? No. Hanging with the dogs, the girl? Nothing. I've been doing nothing, yeah. man. Absolutely wonderful doing nothing. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with it, man. Fucking enjoy your shit. You know what I mean? Just like enjoy you, you know? I feel like the older I get, I honestly want to do less. That's I just, how it works, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I love sitting around and doing nothing now, man. That's why like taking a cruise now sounds miserable for me. It's like oh, I gotta man. do something. That and being fucking trapped on a, you know, disease boat for seven days, you know, that sounds like a nightmare to me. But yeah, I just wanna fucking sit and drink beers, man. When we when when our endorsements start coming in, bro, I'm gonna take my first check and take you on a cruise. All right, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. I gotta go crewed up though, man. I I can't go like just Heather and I. I would need way more people. Yeah, totally. We we can get that. We can get that started, man. We can book it out like two years from now. What up though? <laughs> That's where we all die together and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe like the Titanic. Yeah. Goddamn side adventure and <laughs> the shit. The king of the world. No, <laughs> oh, man, I just want to sit and drink beers and chain smoke legal weed on my couch. That's what I'd rather do. Just nothing. Yeah. Just do nothing. Yeah. Like binge watch the first season of Cheers on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, like cook something. Cook a giant ribeye with a bone in it. Let's cook something. Stay home and cook something, man. Like air fry some potatoes and shit. Have I talked about the air fryer on the show yet? Uh, I, I don't think so. I, I can't say enough about this fucking air fryer that my parents got me for Christmas, man. I can't. Everything uh, I put in this thing turns out fantastic. Sausages, fucking pizza rolls, chicken wings. Uh, it's all good, man. It is, is all right? good. Yes. Mm. I'd strongly advise getting yourself an air fryer for your okay. home if you don't have one already. Yeah, no, I don't. Seriously. Oh, they're great. Mm. Mm. Wholesome. That's the uh, the brand who makes ours. Wholesome. H H O L S E M. I think. Wholesome. Ah, huh, okay. Yeah, man. That's all I want to do. Those is fucking sit in my house and air fry a bunch of shit. <laughs> no more vacations. No more of this fucking hustle and bustle. No more yard work and shit. None of this shit. I just want to <laughs> sit and do nothing, man. Totally happy doing nothing. Yeah. Nothing That's what I've been that. doing. That's what I've been doing the last few weeks, man. Yeah, I've been chilling, doing nothing. Speaking of doing nothing for a long time and shit, man. You hear about uh, fucking Martin Shkreli? 
hear about old farmer douche uh farmer bro yeah farmer yeah i did man i did he's uh getting getting sent to the clink there he goes man seven years yeah thank fucking goodness man yeah right this motherfucker yeah. <laughs> seven years fucking good farmer good, good good yeah we've been following the uh farmer douche martin screlly for uh for some time now Covered his whole saga. Yeah, we have. Whole saga. Yep. Everything from his raising the price of the the life-saving AIDS drug to his uh, purchasing of the fake Wu-Tang album, uh, which then gave way to his beef with Ghostface Killa. Nope. Right up to his arrest and uh, then incarceration. Uh, that was like six months ago. And that was after he told his Facebook followers he'd pay for strands of Hillary Clinton's hair he could test. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, judge didn't like that one bit. Yeah, him asking his people, hey, get Hillary Clinton's hair so I can test it. I'll pay you for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He spent a whole fucking trial behind bars after getting his bond revoked for that dumb shit. And uh, now he'll spend even more time behind bars. So uh, this is a happy ending for the story, I think. Yeah. Dude's been running his mouth for some years now. Yeah. So uh, to see him actually get uh, seven years. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Um, and then to hear that he actually cried like a bitch during his sentencing. Well, uh, that just warms my heart, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I hear he cried like a fucking bitch. Cried like a bitch, apparently. Because he begged, begged the judge. Begged him for leniency. Yeah, he gave like a last ditch effort speech that nobody bought, saying that he's terribly sorry and he knows what he did was wrong and he's embarrassed and he's ashamed that he's lost the people's trust. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody is buying that shit. Nobody. Nobody's buying that shit. Yeah. Farmer just doesn't care if motherfuckers trust him. No. I know this because I don't care if motherfuckers trust me. For all I care. Yeah, I don't give two shits what the fucking folks think. I know that feeling. But, uh, why yeah, would you? Exactly. Judge didn't buy it, though, rightfully so, and, uh, gave the dude seven years. Seven years. He's got to pay a nice grip, too. He's got to give up, uh, 7.3 million in assets. Yeah, that's right? a lot of fucking money. Oh my god, yeah. That that means his Wu Tang album's probably gone. Right? Plus <laughs> the the two million dollar fake Wu Tang album and an original Picasso. Mm. Yeah. Seven mil. That's wow. a lot of fucking money, man. Yeah. Seven no mil, shit. that'd wipe me out. Total <laughs> shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would that, that would take half my bank. That would be like a divorce. That would they, that would be only half. Uh, it uh, looks like the chickens have come home to roost for old Farmer Douche. And, uh, he basically shit talked his way right into prison. This fucking guy, man. You played yourself, homie. Yeah. Went out like a fucking Suck sucker. Him. Went out like a sucker. <laughs> this fucking moron. <laughs> Thought he was hard as fuck. Yeah, he thought he was hard. He thought he was the mob. He thought he was like the new Gotti or something. Like, and uh, he thought he had his like he, his own self-made celebrity because he was uh, 
posting videos of him going back and forth with Ghostface Killer. Like, it was just whack. I remember Everything that. Everything about it was whack. He had masked goons. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, bro. Videos, yeah. Fuck Stop guy, it. Get the fuck out of here. And then offering 5K for strands of Crooked Hillary's hair. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, this guy thinks he's untouchable. Uh, thinks idiot. he's untouchable, man. Yeah. Well, I imagine a lot of touching going on for the next seven years for him, though, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, homie's been, he been stocking up on those uh, soap on the ropes. <laughs> Buying them up. Gripping them up. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up dead in jail. Like he just seems like that dude. Like I feel like he'd be a little bitch, so he'd be easy to fucking pick on, or he'd have, or he have a mouth that he just couldn't back up, and he'd just get his shit pushed in. Man, he better have a lot of money in that fucking commissary. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, for real. He have to right. give up a lot of snacks and fucking cheese whiz and all that shit. All that shit. All those other inmates. I don't imagine him being very popular going in, right? <laughs> they don't know which prison he's going to. They don't know where he's going yet. They don't know. They haven't decided, but it'll probably be minimum security, though, so I don't know. It might not be yeah. that bad for him, actually. I was gonna say, I'm sure his attorney probably set him up to have a cushy, uh, cushy position while he does his time. Yeah, might do some of that Martha Stewart time. Right. But... Time nonetheless, though, man. Time nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, again, this is a, this is a happy ending to a story about a fucking utter douchebag who played himself out like a fucking sucker. Yeah. More than, sucker. More than anyone that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Martin Shkreli sentenced to seven years uh, for securities fraud. <laughs> Bye, <you> Felicia. <laughs> Vaya con Dios, farmer douche. <laughs> Fuck boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. This season on Seal Team. This and more on this season of CBS's SEAL Team. Hi, I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can 
and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hello, this is Stephen Motherfucking Hawking, and you're listening to Scavdy and Dean Techman on the Fake Ass Radio Show on Strangelabel.com. Sure, good to be back with the audience. It's been quite yes, a while. It is quite a while. It's been some time. We're back, back in business. Fake ass radio show. Scab D. Gene Techman. Anything else we missed while we were gone? Fucking uh, Oscars. Oscars happened. Yeah, Oscars happened. Yeah. Uh, anything that surprised uh, you there, real quick? No, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't pay attention to the Oscars this year. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't pay attention to a thing this year. Uh, so I, I, I think I might have been on my cruise when they happened, actually. So I was just completely disengaged. Okay. That's real cool. Yeah. I saw a couple things, and a couple things I was happy to see. Uh, I guess a lot of people uh, that I like won this year. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, Francis McDormand uh, nice. in three billboards. We had yeah. uh, Allison Janney. Uh, it was all about the lady folks this year, I feel like. Mm, okay. And a uh, couple other people. Uh, Gary Oldman, he won Darkest Hour. Uh, my man Sam Rockwell. Darkest Hour, was that the Winston Churchill movie? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very good movie. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. What did he win, Gary Oldman? Best Actor. Best Actor, wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. I really got to check out that movie. Then. Well-deserved. Yeah. Well deserved. Cool. Also, uh, Roger Deakins. Uh, this is uh, probably my favorite cinematographer. Another first time uh, win for this guy. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Even though I didn't like The Shape of Water. Did you see The Shape of Water? I did not. Weird movie. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's on my list. I do want to watch it to be able to witness it artistically and you know, it, it's obviously trending, and it's uh, the the a movie of talk this year. But no, I haven't watched it yet. Nor am I super excited to go see it either. <laughs> Weird movie. Yeah, I still like him though. I think he deserves it. So uh, yeah. okay, I was happy to see that uh, nobody fucked anything up this year either. <laughs> nobody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody read the wrong movie. No uh, moonlight, la, la, yeah. la land, screw yeah. up. I mean, anything <laughs> fucked up or funny, man. Which I still, yeah, I can't even believe that shit fucking happened, man. When they hoed out moonlight, they fucking hoed out the black folk again. <laughs> I actually just watched moonlight for the first time uh, about a week ago. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. I, I so mean, my, my same thoughts. Not bad. I, I can see where it won. I get it. I got it. All right. Artistically. Oh, oh, excuse me. Artistically and, uh, you know, visually. 
some of those angles. It's kind of a simple movie. I could see where the film was appreciated to be nominated. I, I can understand that. Did I love it myself personally? No, I didn't love it. Did I think it was good? Yeah, it was cool. It was good. Yeah, fucking hold out, man. Goddamn Oscars. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't get hold out of the Oscars, though. Hold out the black folk, man. They didn't give them their Oscar for like the first five minutes. Like, bro. Yeah. And finally, oh. we're like, we're like, we're just kidding, black folk. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your award. You enjoy that, boy. You've earned it. You know, like, <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe what I was seeing. I honestly couldn't fucking believe that yeah. shit. We weren't doing the podcast at the time, but holy fuck, would I have had a lot yeah. to say about that shit, man? What a bunch of yeah. bullshit. Yeah. What a fucked up way to win an award, man. Yeah. It's like the most awkward way possible. Yeah. Jay Z made a song and uh, used uh, both of those movie references in the song. It's pretty fucking good. Man. Moonlight people got up on stage and they were terrified. <laughs> horrible, man. Yeah. Who the fuck is in charge of the envelopes? I don't like fuck what the fuck. No, you have you have one job. Exactly. Like, is it that hard to give somebody the right fucking envelope at the uh, for the right category? Whoever had that job was too comfortable with their position. They were too comfortable the fact that they had that fucking job somehow, some way to fuck that up. I'm sorry, you, you're, you're stupid. And, and, the, and I, I remember recording our episode talking about Steve Harvey and the, the Miss America thing. And I, and I thought at the time, no, this guy's being a little tough on him. He made a little mistake. No, that was a dumbass move, you idiot. That was dumb. I, after, after time has gone past and I've looked back at that situation like, no. No. You fucked up. That was a dumb fuck up. <laughs> two major fuck ups in the last few years where motherfuckers yeah. read the wrong names. Like, bro, you don't oh you don't God. get room. You don't get room to make that mistake. That's like dropping the anchor on a cruise ship and not pulling it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't get the fuck up there, bro. You had one job. Your job was to make sure that didn't happen. Like, your job is to set up the envelopes. Like, I'm sorry. When people fuck up jobs like that, when you don't have anything else to obstruct your, like, job with that like I, I i no longer have sympathy anymore no you fucked up you were the announcer and you were supposed to announce the motherfucking winner of the miss america pageant god damn it you had one job your job was to host this show and fucking introduce the fucking winner yeah and you one job up, man bro. you you fucked up you just fucked up <laughs> there are clearly some simple motherfuckers uh, handling these envelopes these days man <laughs> Makes me wonder, are they required to hire retards to do the envelopes? You know, like maybe, maybe they're required. They're required to hire some <laughs> retarded people. Like I used to, I used to work at uh, Chili's, Chili's Bar and Grill way, way, way back in the day. And I'm pretty sure they were required to hire retards to work in some capacity. So like they, they, um, well, you're right. To to some capacity on a ratio of applications, you're right. They do have to have yeah. so many, uh, yeah, mentally challenged people to some degree on their roster. Yeah, they'd have the retarded guy come in uh, before everybody, you know, before they opened for the day, and he would clean menus. That was yeah. his job, is he'd clean the fucking menus. Mike, retarded Mike, yeah. he'd come in and clean the menus. <laughs> <laughs> roll silverware and shit. 
He always rolled the fucking silverware shitty, too. You could always tell if Mike rolled the silverware. <laughs> like, maybe it's the same thing with the Oscars. Like, they hired uh, retarded Mike, who's just giving out the wrong fucking envelope and shit. Like, yeah, retarded Mike is just fucking shit up. But Yeah, I had, I had to... Uh, I, I was a restaurant manager for many years. I had to hire... Uh, not that I had to. I hired a few uh, a few people that were mentally disabled, and uh, yeah, I, I had different results. Some people couldn't roll the silverware, and some were like autistic, where they're like every single roll is like a perfect freaking package. That's like Rain Man with this motherfucking yeah. silverware and shit. He, he, he was like rolling blunts and just like made them perfect. Oh man, <laughs> he was like the best silverware roll in the world. Like he had the perfect like s- symmetry for every napkin with every fork and knife. It was like, <laughs> yeah. See, not not retarded Mike. He was fucking shit up. <laughs> the same thing. It's got to be the same thing with the Oscars, man. Yeah. Hiring simple people. Yeah. Giving out the wrong envelopes and shit. Simpletons. I call them simpletons. Hoeing out the black people, man. Enough can you imagine? Can you imagine if that Oscar scenario was uh, reversed and and the black folk had to give their award <laughs> to, to the, the whitest fucking crackery movie I've ever seen the first ten minutes of in my life? Fucking La La Land! Oh my god! They would fucking Hollywood would still be burning. It would still be burning, oh man! Oh my god! The fucking brothers would have burned that shit down. It'd have burned that shit out on fucking Juneteenth, man. <laughs> Without a doubt. You goddamn oh, right, shit. goddamn <laughs> And I would help, too. I would have totally fucking helped. I'd be out there, man. Scab D. Scab D with the assist. Right with the assist. Yeah. LP but, killer Mike in his uh, bitch. <laughs> nobody fucked anything up this year, though. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everything went smoothly. So uh, I was pleased to see that. What else fucking happened recently and shit? Um, that motherfucker's been dying lately. Um, yeah. I'm wondering, do we give a shit about any of them? Fucking Stephen Hawking. We heard from him uh, coming out of the break, renowned astrophysicist, right? Yeah, Stephen Hawking was cool, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I followed a little bit of his shit. I can't say I was like a super fan or anything, but like, you know, I can't even, I don't even know if it was really him talking. You know what I mean? I don't know (laughs) if it was like another mastermind behind the, you know, the, the cloak wizard of Oz, who knows, you know, but like. Some of the some of his quotes and some of his thoughts and theories were kind of cool to think about and ponder and talk about and you know have a reference of like being stoned or drunk and be like you know the dude that sits in the chair and he talks through the computer you know Stephen Hawking he was just like I don't know I thought I thought I thought it was kind of a cool ideal or concept or anything else you want to call it you know he could have been a puppet he might have just been a mushroom and somebody else was like kind of like doing his talking who knows you know. <laughs> You know, you don't know. I just, uh, man, I just don't care about this motherfucker. I don't. I don't think I ever did. Yeah. Never interested yeah. me in shit, man. Like, every yeah. nerdy motherfucker and their mom is telling me why I should care that Stephen Hawking died, but do I? No. 
Nah, I don't care that much either. I mean, shit happens. It's fucking falling on deaf ears, man. He had a great run. I mean, cool for him, you know? I, I congratulate him, though. I mean, he was in his chair and shit and couldn't talk, couldn't move, couldn't have sex, couldn't feed himself. I mean, <laughs> like, he, he, like we're, we're on the podcast talking about him today. Like, he's a G, actually, like, to be able to. Uh, that's, that's an achievement in itself right there. Yeah, yeah. Just talking about him, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can give a fuck less about this guy's achievements. I don't care, man. I don't like science. I never liked science. Uh, what can I say? It never interested me, man. Sorry, nerds. I just don't nerd, give man. a fuck, man. I'm, I'm a science nerd, man. I like nerdy shit like that. Now, Craig Mack? <laughs> New, York rap, <laughs> New York rapper Craig Mack, man. I, I care about this guy. Yeah. This guy had one fucking classic hip hop song for Christ's sakes, man. One song, bro. Fucking flavor in your ear, dude. I was a Craig Mack fan, man. I thought he had like a beasty ass swag. I thought his fucking rhymes were just like, man. Like I, I thought it was a fine line between what could have happened between him and Biggie with the whole like bad boy. When bad boy was popping off, man. I, I he 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 didn't. He didn't have the uh, the marketing campaign and the uh, you know the 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 complete like swaggy style like Biggie man, but I thought he was a fucking hardcore contender to fucking be one of the best rappers out of this time, man. Really? I do. Yeah, I, guess I yeah. didn't see all that. Yeah. I just had. The, I just only heard the one song. Yeah. I got a little bit of it right here. Oh right man. Here. Here. I, I fucking loved his uh, first album, man. I thought he had some fucking bangers on that shit. And then the fucking Flavor in Your Ear remix, just like on that 90s hip hop shit, man. I was fucking loving that shit. Right. This shit's classic right here. Yeah, I yeah. fucks with this guy, man. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jocking my style. Oh, yeah. That was a that was a fucking that was my shit too. Jocking my style. Like back then, fucking back then, man, like everybody had to have their own style. And if like somebody like came through with the same like jersey on or the same shoes or they said some type of slang word that you started saying, it was like you had to call them out, like, hey man, you jocking my style. You know what I mean? Like you needed to be you needed to be more original than what original could even be conceptually thought of back then, you know? I don't know, man. Craig Mack was my shit. Uh, here comes this hook. Hook. Oh. Hey, hey. oh yeah, hell yeah. Sing it, Steven. Here comes the brand new flavor in your ear. Time for new flavor in your ear. I Kicking new flavor in your ear. Time for new flavor in your ear. Motherfucker, not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Classic hit right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, fucks with this guy. Yeah, Stephen Hawking and uh, Craig Mack. Both dead this uh last week last week rest in peace bros yeah there you go rest in peace bros 
Damn, all right. <laughs> they get the idea. Ah! Craig Mack. It's fucking one-hit wonder having ass. <laughs> ah, speaking of hits, you want to get us some music? Yeah, let's get into them jams, man. It's about that time. Let's get it. Let's do it. Just like music. Alright. Yeah, yeah. What you got for me tonight? Tonight I got a jam from uh my man, XXX Tentacion and Joey Badass. Right. The name of this song is Infinity 888. 888? I don't know. Or is it just 888? But Infinity makes the uh that soupy little circle thing that looks like an eight, so I don't know yep. what it means exactly, but yeah. So uh, yeah, XXXTentacion just released an album recently. Um, I've made my way through it a time and a half. Not gonna lie, I haven't dived into it completely. But uh, yeah, man, the kids, uh, the kids are the talent. He's a talent. He is definitely a talent. He um, he has this sound that is uh, completely of his own. He has this rock sound, this trap sound, this this. Down South, Florida, Rugrat sound, and then he sings, and it fucking sounds good, man. And I don't know, I'm 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 a, I'm a fan of his. Uh, I can't say that I would uh, let my kids or you know play it around my girlfriend or anything like that, but I like listening to him, so that's just my little place to be. But uh, the name of the song is Infinity Eight 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 off XXX Tentacion's Question Mark album. Featuring Joey Badass on a fake ass radio show with Scav D and Gene Techman. These niggas is really wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't playing with y'all niggas, man. You heard? Sometimes you just gotta catch chlamydia on these niggas, G shit. I'm saying, gonorrhea, all that shit. I catch all diseases in the world so the world won't have no more diseases. You feel me? Yeah. He saw my trash. I'm asking. Real as they come, they feel it get numb You think you got a little bust, so now you can't get stung I keep a razor blade tucked on me, under my tongue Don't let me have to tell these niggas about the city I'm from It's Brooklyn, be the home of the hardest ever Where them niggas don't aim, they just palm Berettas and bomb whatever So we don't move calmly, never This for my niggas trapped in cells like salmonella Look, I could do this shit with no effort No pressure, no gimmick shit, no radio records This textbook rhyme style with the raw texture Punchlines, right hooks, now that's a trifecta No more free elections, I'm texting these niggas extras It's the pro of all errors, he's back in your sector So, might be best to protect your neck Or profess your dick to the guard, he might bless ya Murder these flows like I murder these whole ass niggas Where the fuck is your energy, bro? Make your nigga deep throw the desert eagle Live, he taught me like a whole pussy, boy, that's on my soul Make my flow shake shit, full expression like a facelift At the police with like eight grips, if you're talking all that eight I'm not talking while you're big shit, but I'm banging on my chest, bitch. Ay, 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 traveling through the infinity, uh. You know that nigga pretend to be, uh. All that bullshit do not get to me, uh. I am a spirit and entity, uh. You don't want to suck on my energy, uh. I am the realest infinity, uh. You pussy ass niggas fucking suck, you sound the same. I spit the pain. That's why the young niggas feel the same, they know I bang. I pull 
a fucking pistol out the range and act insane. I can't say. Verses, man. Them kids are them kids are on fire right now, man. I love both of them. Boom, killing it. Yeah, fucking killing it. X X X Tentacion, Joey Badass. I don't feel the pain no more. <laughs> Infinity. Well, I don't know what the fuck I want to play tonight. I have no clue. I have put no thought into it. I haven't yeah. thought about anything. Springs up on you sometimes, man. Sometimes life gets busy. We're fucking trying to put the show together. And the next thing you know, like, oh, fuck. What music am I playing? Yeah, I've been there too many times. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky, though, man. Yeah? Uh-oh. I'm feeling lucky, and I think that I may have to may have to consult Google Play here. Uh-oh. Are you familiar with the feeling lucky Google Play feature? No, I'm not. I don't. I don't use Google Play. I have titles, so yeah, I'm not familiar. Oh, Google Play is great, but uh, yeah. yeah, if you, uh, it's like a dice. It looks like a die, and uh, you yeah. hit the you hit the die, and it'll uh, it'll just play you something. So yeah, I'm feeling lucky. So hopefully the audience is too. Let's see what Google Play's got for us tonight <laughs> on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Gene Tackle. <laughs> Shout the name out loud and clear. We like it. 
to assassinate. Rocking the Golden Guard Trail with seven buttons, still I fascinate. This politics shit will ruin kids. Niggas be thinking just because we tight, that mean that music is. That ain't the way it works, dog. Go examine your roots. Look niggas dead in their eyes, start demanding the truth. Producer not properly commanding this loose. I ain't saying it's whack, this shit'll win a Grammy on mute. I'm like the half-crazed man on the roof. The ex-Vietnam vet with no heart, panhandling loot. With a back ten raised to shoot ya. Fonte's a big dog, better get your bitches spayed or new. Last year been praised and tooted. Radio heads downloaded my shit, the OK computer. Got plans to shine, style three times dope. Like he's the standard time and I'm gon' handle mine. Just like up, baby. a little brother joint light it up is the name of that song it was all in little brother so it was fonte who just released uh, an album yep yep yep, yep. and uh mm-hmm. rapper big poo big poo and uh is ninth wonder still in little brother uh you know making all them know, beats man. and dope ass beats yeah, I'm not standing next to my expertism to know uh, know for sure. I don't know. Well, that's who's on the beat there, Ninth Wonder. So there you go. Google Play. Yeah, there you go. Might hear some more from Google Play here in a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got for me tonight? Uh, tonight, I uh, I have one of the hardest MCs to ever grab the microphone. My favorite. My my number one, who I just have to say, to me, he's just the, the most well-rounded MC. That doesn't mean that he uh, is making the most money or has the biggest car, you know, fastest car, biggest pool. That doesn't mean he has, get, is getting the most plays on radio. But when it comes down to it, for me, when I listen to this MC, bar for bar, talent for talent, I don't know, man. He's just my favorite MC, Royce the Five Nine. And uh, and it's should I should I should I introduce it more properly? This is off the Prime Two album, DJ Premier and Royce the Five Nine just released this past week. I think this song is one of those songs that LL Cool J shit that like rap to yourself in the mirror, Beastie MC shit. And uh, I think Royce puts it down perfectly in this track. One of the hardest Prime Two, DJ Premier, Royce the Five Nine. Scav D. Gene Techman on the Fake Ass Radio Show. One of the hardest. Beasted it up. Which is cool. I swear I'm one of the hardest niggas that's out here doing this shit right now. I swear I'm one of the hardest niggas that's out here doing this shit right now. I swear I'm the truth, Holmes. I'm that blue chrome coupe with the roof gone. That's two tone. I'm that dude zone talking on two phones while my new hoes 
Eat out my palm like, like one of my new homes Like all night, I'm a product of group home I'm a superstar like, Lupe Fiasco to cool Savior theatric for fools I'm an Alcatraz, passes, spitting Alcatraz Blasting pistols, number the laughing gas The niggas is gassing, to be the best You gotta have the respect, I do the same to you Than I do to the alphabet, I put the A, the B The C, D, E, and the F in the back of an EMS Before I go back to doing anything And rap for a G or less, I'm black for niggas like DMX, don't bark is dark and hell is hot like a furnace is. When I was 16, caught the same clap pop taught me about when I was turning six. I guess I just wasn't listening. Bet you still couldn't hold a candle to my burning dick. My wife whipped like a knife stick, life licked like a burning brick. Stay sharper than an ice pick. You probably have to measure my clip for height and width. Try me then, I will just put the writing on the wall like fucking hieroglyphs. I'm in the street like tiny skits. I admit I'm one of the hardest niggas that's out here doing this shit right now. I swear I'm one of the hardest niggas that's out here doing this shit right now. I swear I'm the answer. Got angels floating around my niggas that's angry Loki. Like trigger the gambler, smooth the hustler, nigga, my language broken. My lyrics is written for like-minded individuals, age appropriate. The cage is open to all of you animal rappers. I got an old chick with vintage vagina who look just like Angela Bassett. I got a young chip chick who look just like Dave Loafin. I take them both to the days and I wake up focused. Go to sleep with the face of roaches, here with the ears of focus. Bugging on these niggas and then I pray for roaches. I'm Dr. Oz and Dr. Bombay. Ryan's a popular hombre. For those of y'all who play ferocious, I am like Harambe. I take your wife and fiance. I take your life and your mom's egg. So I don't pull no muscle, flipping nobody off. I take advice with my arm phrase. I'm the incredible. I got the chart, remains of the dead. My cell is spook. I got celery chart and remain of my lettuce juice. Got two pistols, I let them loose. Called Betty Boop and Petty Sue. I leave venom in every booth. I'm reinvented. Head on the beach in Venice. From a chick from Finland who's finished. As soon as she's finished, I tell her you finish. Because I'm one of the hardest niggas that's out here doing this shit right now. I swear I'm one of the hardest niggas that's out here doing this shit right now. I swear. On the fake ass radio show with Scab D and Gene Tackman. Yeah, man. That's that shit. Yeah. Great record. Hot as hell. That's where I get that LL Cool J. That's where that's where I got that in my head. Like From the Rock the Bells. Yeah, yeah. Fucking killing it, man. DJ Premier can fucking chop the fuck out of anything he wants. He is the definition. He is the definition of a DJ. Like a hip hop DJ. I'm sorry. He just is. He, uh, yeah, he kind of schooled me on how to DJ and shit, at least on how to mixtape, anyways. Totally, totally, yeah, to make, bro. Uh, He's... Turntable mixtapes and shit. Yeah, like, that, just Prime, DJ Premier and Royce, man, they're just two gods in the world of hip-hop in so many different fucking ways. They're just killing it. They were on Jimmy Fallon last night with 2 chains. Oh, wow. Yeah. Goddamn Tonight Show and shit. Fuck yeah, man. Detroit. Motherfuckers made it. Motherfucking Royce. We, we ain't even talking about we ain't even talking about Bad Meets Evil. We're just talking about Royce and Prime, man. Fucking Royce. <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll take Royce or Premier in any capacity. Whether uh, you know, Premier is with fucking ASAP Ferg doing some shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or uh um, yeah, you played that shit a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, or Royce is uh or whoever the fuck Royce is working with, you know? Shit. Any capacity. Yeah. yeah. Dopeness, man. Fucking dopeness. Straight up dopeness. Royce Prime. 
All right, well, goddammit, I'm going to close out. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to Google play the fuck out of this last one, too. Rolling the dice. Rolling the dice, man. We're going to see how it goes, all right, with the Google Play on the fake-ass radio show with Scab D and Gene Techman. Last song. Turn the beat up. I'm just getting started. We show niggas why they, they can't stop me right now. You know why? <laughs> Cause it sounds so amazing, amazing Like the sound of the voice of Marvin Gaye Singing a song of choice, I'm saying Niggas still find a way to hate the play you was making Cause the beats is dangerous and the rhymes is crazy And my flow is on that new age shit So I'm like, damn, how can they hate this? But niggas still can't relate like two kids that ain't kin But I know the flow, we can't be stopped, maybe not Birdcage flaming hot shit Niggas start laying like Jews with their face to the floor and praying, hoping I don't make shit. They shake when my feet start pacing the floor from back and forth. Anticipating in my next lines that's torture, scorching your faces. That might be a quote in the source pages, but y'all. Yeah. New time, new shine, man. Gotta show them the real. So tell them. Tell them. Come and fuck with your bands, blaze up the gas, cups in your hands, born for the crown, it's the world renowned, came through the door and we shut shit down. Come and fuck with your bands, blaze up the gas, cups in your hands, born for the crown, it's the world renowned, came through the door and we shut shit down. The black beat riffin', they all rap, but when it's black, it seems different. They call back up, niggas need their teams with them. We not back and can't move, my team's pivot. Stack the green, then I throw it in the pot to stay flying in the witch's broom, floating in the sky. Going to the top like a balloon that's floating outside, and your hand can't grab it, string tied to it. Rhymes congruent, yeah, I still rhyme fluent just because I do beats. Niggas thought I might lose it. Nope, I'm still tight to it like two dykes with strap horns tied to them. Hell yeah, I got something to prove, and I might prove it. I need five mics and my money type Jewish. Money like white woman, last name Stewart, but first name Martha. I make money off you, you can't stop me. No, can't stop a nigga. Young one in charge, nigga. Yeah, come and fuck with your bands. Blaze up the gas, cups in your hands. Born for the crown, it's the world renowned. Came through the door and we shut shit down. Come and fuck with your bands. Blaze up the gas, cups in your hands. Born for the crown, it's the world renowned. Came through the door and we shut shit down. Dub, so beastie. Google Play with the blessing. <laughs> Thank you, Google Play. Woo! Black Milk. What a great selection. Another Detroit legend. D boy. Holy shit. 
from the album Popular Killing Demand. It. That was Shut oh. It Down. Great album. Ooh, fake ass radio show Scab D. Gene Techman. What is that record? Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and seven. Oh. Released uh, eleven years ago on the thirteenth of this month. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Man. Well, it's close. One year. One year. You were close, man. You were close. Yeah, that's pretty fucking money, actually. Classic record. Yeah. Can't believe it's over 10 years old at this point. Jesus, Oof. you're right. Oof. That hurts. Oof. We're getting old. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what can you say? Wait, why can't? <laughs> I'd say that's about a podcast right there, man. Yeah, man. We put it down. We put it down. Back in effect. <laughs> Scab D, Gene Tackman, Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'll be back next week, phone that ass. You know it. You know it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we covered uh, talking about cruise, cruise tips, um, the loss of, uh, you know, a couple of uh, legends, Stephen Hawking, Craig Mack, A, and, uh, you know. Old Farmer Douche. Old Farmer Douche went to jail, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I, I think we just passed, uh, what, but uh, St. Patrick's Day. Did you do anything for St. Patrick's Day? No. Actually, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, 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 don't, I don't fuck with that holiday, man. Yeah, it's amateur hour, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. What's our next holiday coming up? We got an April Fool's. You got any April Fool's plans? Uh, any jokes that you plan on pulling? Hell no, man. Way too yeah. old for jokes and shit. Yeah, I, I always pull a little something on April Fool's. We'll, we'll see what I have up my sleeve. I'll tell you about it our next episode. No, I'm not that creative. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pull anything elaborate for April Fool's. I might put something together special once in a great while for this show. But uh, yeah. never anything for April Fools. No way. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, so, uh, God bless yeah. it, Gene. Yep. Where can our beloved audience find you? Yeah, Gene Techman. I'm a perspective changer slash hip hop expert. Test me on it. And cruise pimp. Cru- cruise pimp. Cruising. Cruising pimp. Motherfucking cruise pimp. My my next cruise, I'm gonna be bringing my robe with the hole in the left armpit. I don't care. The, I'm wearing that shit with the paint stain. It looks like jizz. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm gonna just be myself. And that's how I roll. 100 fake ass radio show. You can, you can catch me at Gene Techman. G E A N T E C H M A N. And I'll tell you exactly how I feel to the utmost desire of every single thing of being that's in my body and blood. Okay? Check us out. Scav, Scav D, where can they find you, bro, bro? My name is Scav D. It's short for Scavenge Detroit. I'm all over the interwebs. Give me a Google. I've got the band camp. There is a dwindling SoundCloud page. Um, there's all sorts of shit. There's a Facebook there's a Twitter. Check them all out. All right. Listen to some shit. You may like what you hear. And of course, the Fake Ass Radio Show has social medias as well. You can find us on the Facebook. All right. Give us a search on there. And then please, please, please follow the shit out of us on Twitter. We are at Fake Ass Radio. So, with that, I'm Scav. 
And I'm Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. Hey, whenever the hell you're listening. Yeah, however you're listening. Yeah. Just keep listening. We're glad that you are listening. We love you. Thank you. Yep. Beloved audience. Very. Very, very. 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 Very much. Yeah. Good day. Peace out, baby.